Yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Views from the Box. I'm here with Nana. Nana, how you doing? That's Last time point. I saw you, you were seven points ten out five. What are you saying though? Five, seven. All of it's a luxury, fam. Like it's all a luxury, fam. It's still a two, three game swing, fam. So it's not not, not much has changed. Take it from me, that can go away quickly. No, no, that's why I said it's, it's five, seven, still the same, fam. Two, three games can, can go just like that. Like it's, it's a luxury. Like we, we, we like it's even by City being fucking up at home to Brentford that we even five points clear from. So if, if, and if, Everton if, as well. Yeah, like like if City didn't fuck up twice here, we'll still be one or two points from. So just gotta appreciate the five point gap. But next two games are very crucial. We need to win against Spurs, Spurs. and then you. No ifs, no buts. Like we have to do it. Now let's start with Arsenal. Awesome, I feel like that's the best place to start. I think. Jamie yeah, Carragher tweeted, and I agreed with it. That was one of the most entertaining nil-nils I've watched because I liked how you guys attacked. But I won't lie, I liked how Newcastle defended, even though, like, no, no, if, like I, me, if yeah. I was an Arsenal fan, it would be jarring. But the way they defended, uh, I, I, defenders, I, elite. I didn't have a problem with how they set up. What what, what, what pissed me off was a time-wasting fan. They took the mick. Like, the time-wasting took the mick. Like, that's what I didn't like. Defending, it, who cares, man? Like, they did their job. They put three man on Saka, three man on... Martinelli, they marked, they put two man on Odegaard, like, <laughs> there's not much we could do for him, like, like, it was just one of those games, some is what it is. Eddie Howe did well, and the thing is, I rate Eddie Howe because at Bournemouth, this, his Bournemouth team was very easy to play against, or very really? lightweight. He was very naive at Bournemouth, like, but, very naive, and he's learned though, he's yeah. learned in the tobacco. Because first 20 minutes here, they thought they could do us like they did last season, St. James' Park, high press us, we're going to lose the ball, but I wasn't sure, I was like, yeah man, knock the ball behind them fam, we had five shots in seven minutes, and they were like, "You know what? We ain't got it like that. Let's just relax and just yeah." Come they got humbled. They got humbled <laughs> yeah. because that was your best. That was your best spell of the game. That was when you were the Bam. most dangerous. Bam. And then they, they switched getting, it up. They were getting cut through. Then by the twentieth minute, they were like, "You know what? Yeah, let's love it, fam. These men ain't the same. Like this ain't the Arsenal from last season, fam. Exactly. These men are playing through their press a bit too easy, fam. So I, I have no problems with how they set up. Me, me personally, my problem was with the time wasting. That's what pissed me off and. And that's down to the referee being an idiot not to not, not to pick up on it. So it is what it is. The thing is, Newcastle did do that because they did it against Liverpool. And the funny thing is, like, if... They if got punished against Liverpool because the time-wasting inadvertently got you guys an extra... Yeah, but they were time-wasting during the extra time. Because you remember, people said, oh, yeah. how did it go for three minutes? And people yeah, because, thought, oh, Liverpool... The, the, ref, the ref kept the time properly. Exactly. So for me with Newcastle, the, the ref have to... They have to pick up on this because that's two games, two big away games that they've done that. And I won't be surprised when they go to the Etihad, they do the exact same thing. Old Trafford, they'll do the exact same thing. And look, listen, I don't blame the them is, yeah. because the they, difference they, like, the at Etihad, yeah, the ref will put on the right a lot of stoppage time, fam. It won't be no dumb five minutes. Bro, seven to ten minutes. Ours was about six, six, five minutes. We scored in the 98th, 99th minute because they were wasting time during extra time. The rest, yeah. the rest love marrying. That's why in the World Cup they had to do what they had to do. But bro, it, it was a good game. I thought both teams gave good accounts of themselves. Newcastle, they just have to keep keep this up. But if they want to make top four, like we said in private chats, they have to find a way to beat teams that are meant to be beating. They shouldn't be drawn with leads if mm-hmm. they want to make the top four. Because yeah. like we said, top four, you need to go on runs. Look at Manchester United now. If they beat City, they're one point behind them because they've gone on a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the most games Newcastle are winning a row is like three to five, something like that. But I think they'll be fine. 
provided that they get reinforcements in Jan. Also, they got Isak coming back, but I feel like they could do well by getting a, an extra playmaker to help them break down deep blocks. When yeah, because to... it's too much emphasis yeah. on Bruno, in my opinion. Yeah. If Bruno's yeah. quiet, then they have to rely on Almiro. And yes, I know he's having a good season, but I also feel it's like a he's having match. a bit... It's yeah, a exactly. Like, people should be having a bit... Exactly. Nah, he's just having a great season, fam. Like come next season, he won't be starting for Newcastle. They'll, they'll have someone else in, in that rivaling position. But yeah, like Newcastle played well. They're in good stead. Um, they're great value for where they are in the league. And if I'm Newcastle fan, I'm, I'm happy. So but on Arsenal side, of course, yeah. they're they're well ahead of the schedule. This yeah, this well is what you'd expect of them next season, maybe or in two seasons. Yeah, and they haven't even spent money like that. So I'd summer, be yeah, if we, I'm a Newcastle fan. In, in the summer, we were like, oh. A conference league finish for Newcastle would be a great season. Amazing, but, yeah. But now, yeah, for Champions League. Now, yeah, they 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 will be in one of the two top competitions, either Champions League or Europa League. So they've they're on track to exceed our expectations for them this season. Yeah, and that, that's true. But both Arsenal, this is your start of your tough game. You're playing three really tough teams. Um, Spurs, I'll say tough only because you're playing them away and because of what the nature of the game. Yeah, and then you're. And you're playing two, apart from Arsenal, you're playing two of the most informed teams at the moment in United and, and uh, no, you played Newcastle and then United. So mm. it's going to be tough, but if you want to win the league, you have to, you have yeah. to go to, you have to go to these places and you have to win. It's, it's yeah. simple, lads. Oh, yeah. United come or to not the lose. United come to the Emirates. Or United come to the Emirates. You have to face this team and just make sure that the minimum amount of points you get from the next few games is four. If you can get minimum four points in the next few games, for me, that's a success. Personally. Yeah, four, four, four points will be okay as as long as City don't go and win the next two. Obviously, that's, six. Obviously, six is a target. Yeah. Obviously, but these but are four top is games. Like the world. Four exactly. That's true. Yeah, that's that's what I mean because like obviously it's Twitter. And, and I should always know Twitter is an echo chamber. But some of the reactions I was seeing for you guys during the game, I was thinking firstly you played a good team. Secondly. City have warped people's perception, thinking that you're gonna win every single game. Mm. This this never happens. Even when yeah. City got hundred points, it didn't happen. United in the past didn't happen. You're gonna drop points at some point, and you have to be ready for it. Uh, so, also, also, I think Arsenal fans here don't have the mental strength here to see City spend a few weeks on 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 the top. So, for example, yeah, if push comes to shove, yeah, there'll be a point where the gap goes to two points or one point, or even we end up being a point behind City with ten games left. Also, fans can't throw the white flag for them. It is what it is for them because you can't win every game, especially how, like, against Newcastle, yeah, we didn't have the options off the bench, which was quite unlucky. Yeah, ESR not fully fit because I feel like we had ESR for that game, yeah, within that game because the position Jack picked up here, yeah, ESR turns on a half turn, yeah, and has a shot on goal for him because he's that quick with his feet. Um, Jesus been injured as well, which is unlucky. So, measuring for us, yeah, we need to get an extra attacker in ASAP, bruv, because. ESR is back for Monday, hopefully. And um, Jesus is on course for a March return, the running, which is the final 10, 12 games, which is perfect. And um, Nelson Black as well, he's an option. Like, off the bench, just, you know, against shit teams, yeah, Nelson off the bench is a decent option. So, like, I, I, I'm, I, happy, I'm, I'm happy you said that. I'm happy. I've got to say, if you're going for the league and you're facing, I don't know, like a team like Newcastle, I won't like Nelson ain't doing anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm talking about the relegation for the firm. See, when relegation for the coming two backs or four, Southampton, them, yeah, them, them, yeah, and yeah, there. Yeah, I, I was so waited against Nottingham Forest, so he came to the bench. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, we need extra options off the bench ASAP because um, some games are going to be tight and you're going to need some fresh legs, especially that our front three played 
what so, that was three games in the space of nine days fam. so of course there won't be 100% even though we had some decent chances yeah but some of the final actions were a bit off as you can tell a bit fatigue based other guys but the thing also... is but the thing is though like with the way your squad is that is bound to happen like yeah. i'm not i'm not surprised i'm only, I, I think i'm surprised it happened now i thought it was going to happen later but it was bound to happen because these men are playing every single game and the majority of your attacking players are playing 70 80 minutes when arteta makes a change he normally changes your fullbacks yeah. i know you've noticed that but when i've been yeah. watching it's Tomiyasu for Ben White, it's Tierney for Zinchenko, or the other way around. So or, it's or, fair or, enough. Or, or only for party in the final ten minutes, so many games. Fact, player done and dusted. But the thing is, like, I again, I saw somebody tweet this, and I thought this was a fantastic. A lot of teams need to treat this summer, uh, this winter, like a summer window. Yeah, yeah. They they have to. A lot of stake. And that's how Arsenal are entertaining Shakhtar's madness. Son. I'm sorry, yeah. Now we, need to, nah, 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 we need to chat on that. We need yeah. to chat on that. We they want 90 million for someone with less than 40 professional appearances. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This this market, I thought the market had pissed me off. But like, for me, Bam. it's going insane. Bam. It's going what insane. What are doing, yeah, and Chelsea are even having it. It's a pissing me off. I'm sorry, yeah. Arsenal, first offer was, 50, was, was 40 plus 10, which is fair. 50M total package. That was more than fair. Second offer, 62M in total. Which is more than fair. Arsenal have been perfect in negotiations. We've been more than fair with Shakhtar. And these guys are just taking a piss. Talking about 90 because Anti went for 85. Sorry, last summer you guys wanted to send for 50. Arsenal have come in here already overbidding in actual fact. And they took about 100 million. And, they, and, and they're doing that because you have Todd Bowley, that dickhead in the background here, saying that he's willing to outbid Arsenal. That Todd, like, we'll come to Josh later, yeah, but I'm sorry, yeah. Arsenal to tell Shakhtar to fuck off. I'm sorry. Let's now there's, 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 for me, there's plenty of wingers. Also, you got stupid Arsenal fans saying you pay the money. Are you mad? He's talking like it's a talent from French League firm. They, they, haven't, learned from, they, they haven't learned from Pepe, man. They this definitely haven't learned from Pe- Pepe. Ranked 17th in, in Europe by UEFA. They're 17th. For me, it's, it's not even the fact that the league he's coming from, it's the amount of games that he's played. I'm Less sorry. Than 50 you, professional games. You don't. You don't overpay if you want to pay that much money. You have to pay that much money for players who've done it. For me, it doesn't matter where you've done it because quality is quality. Mbappe plays in league, or which everybody calls a Farmers League, where he's the best oh, player in the league. world. Yeah, yeah, it's a top five. It's a top five league, but he's still the best player in the world. It doesn't matter where he yeah. where he's done it. Even um, what's it called? Some of the players that come from even the Portuguese league, since they've been doing it for one, two, three, even two, three seasons. You're like, okay, calm. When they come to the Premier League, they're going to do well. But a player who, this is his breakout season, for me, it's annoying. And for me, I'm actually starting to get annoyed with the market because Mudrick, if that's how you say his name, yeah, and yeah. Enzo Fernandez. Um, so if these clubs want to charge extortionate prices, say, all right, cool, cheers, see you later. Huh. There's so much Pindle. talent in the world. Because certain clubs in the market, no names, you are indulging it. That's what's pissing me off. Because every big club just said, fuck that. I ain't, I ain't paying that shit. These you mean for players- Enzo? Yeah, these small clubs here yeah, yeah. will, will, will circle. Because you've got dickers like United, yeah, and in Chelsea, yeah, they feel like they can take the piss. I'm sorry, I'm not one of these Arsenal fans who's going to accept 90 million, less than 50 pressure appearances. If I'm if I'm Eddie right now, yeah, I'm telling Shakhtar, they can fuck right off. 65 more, take it. I know Chelsea, yeah, to come over pay from like dickers, fam. Even though their house is on fire, yeah, and they have no planning place for Mudrick, fam. So they can, Chelsea can do what the fuck they want, yeah, but if I'm Eddie, yeah, I'm telling Shakhtar to fuck off. I'm telling them, it's basically, apparently, Arsenal have a limit, which is 70 million pounds. Even that's still obscene, yeah. And it's still, and the chapter is still trying to finish for, for 90. If I'm Eddie, you put in that third and final bid, 65 cent million, take it or leave it, fuck off. 
and, and good luck getting that money in the summer. Good luck. Because this time last year, yeah, I don't know who the fuck Mudrick was, fam. So they can love it. They'll always Agreed. Metoma got more for three million last January, fam. And he was playing uni, he was playing uni ball yeah. like, long ago. There's gems in the market, so also fans need to stop with this with this. We need a big statement signing. No, you don't. You, you need, you, how much you need the right cost? profile. You, how much yeah, exactly. Six million pounds from the fourth division of Brazil. Saka wasn't wasn't even our top prospect from the youth academy. It was Nelson and ESR with the headlines, bro. And he's our best winger. He won the, he's arguably the best winger in the league this season, bro. So also fans need to circle here and not be throwing their toys out of the primary if Arsenal don't get Mujic over the line. What we should be asking of is what's the alternative and it's move for that. Also, apparently we are in for Felix and apparently that might be close. But even then, yeah, I like to call on 50 million loan fee. Look at his rubbish, right? 50 million pound loan fee. After you tank his value, you have the audacity to ask so a professional club to pay a 50 million pound loan fee. Are you stupid? The and- issue is, the issue is in January, this is what happens in January. A lot of clubs take the piss because January, people know that, yeah, you're desperate for this player. January is only a month. At least in the summer, you have two, three months. You have enough time to find alternatives. That's why you've, you need to take the piss. But the thing is, though, like, clubs should know this by now. This is not a new phenomenon. I don't know. But and, for me, what's the of it is clubs out there who indulge this behaviour. Your Chelsea's, your Man some. It's always them two dickheads, fam. Yeah, they're, they're the two clubs running in the market. I feel like City get a lot of flack that they don't deserve because I think City actually do do they do good business apart from Jack Greedy. Chelsea stopped doing but, City stopped doing stupid business from like Greedish was more of a vanity project here, which hasn't worked because everyone thought it was gonna work in it. But that, that's just down to Greedish not being able to, he, to adapt to Pep's yeah. game. He, even he had, even he admitted in the post game. But bro, I feel I feel like we should move on to Chelsea City because oh yeah, perfect because, because, because I got I got clips for football fam. Because because Chelsea one nil. Um, apart from a couple sighters here and there, once Chelsea, one City turned on the screw and Pep stopped with his tinkering nonsense and actually played players in the actual yeah, position. Yeah. There was only one winner, and I feel like yeah, City won. This is one of I feel like this is one of City's most important wins in the Pep era because if they didn't win, the gap goes from eight to seven, and yeah. that's momentum Arsenal. He wins now; it's five points. And they've grinded out. They've beaten, even though they're not top six team at the minute, but they've been a top six rival and away from home and patting them. But I feel like I don't even want to chat about City too much because yes, they did well. John yeah, Stones yeah. playing Chelsea's, well. Chelsea's talking point from 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 Bowley right down to the bottom. Yeah, I got some fucking. I got, I got a loaded clip for this for this. Nah, clip. nah. The thing is for me with Chelsea is that. You saw Lewis Hall when he came on. You saw Chukwemeka when he came on. Um, you saw there was even Broha before, not even in this game before he got injured. You saw him when he came on. And I feel like we've been saying this for a while. Chelsea, you have good young players, use them. Why are you wasting money on players that are not much better than your young players? Look at Lewis Hall, he was more of a threat than Cucurella, and Cucurella was what 60 plus million? Absolutely. Absolute disgrace. Even Trevor Chalabar, when he plays, yes, he's young, he'll make mistakes, but like most young defenders, they do that. Yeah. They, I, don't, I don't know why he's been ostracized. I don't know why he's been ostracized. They they wanted to pay 90 million for Givardio after paying 75 million for Fofana. I just feel like Chelsea, you said you said Grealish is a vanity project. I feel like Chelsea, everything is a vanity project. They just want they want a team that looks good on FIFA. I don't think they want a team that looks good because now they want to sign Mudrick for how much money? Why? 100 M after signing Nkuku who's a similar profile of player I know Nkuku can play as a fourth nine but he likes operating from the left left house so it's kind of like how Timo Werner did and that's what Mudrick from the clips I've seen I'm not going to pretend like I watch him 
that's what he's been doing. And it's it's crazy. I know we're repeating ourselves, but there's literally no plan with the Chelsea team. One thing before you go, one thing before you go, and it's funny, I keep seeing oh, Chelsea have so-and-so injured, they have so-and-so injured. And yeah, I agree, the injuries are peak, but then people say they have six, seven players on the starting XI. What is Chelsea starting XI? What is it? I don't think anyone I don't think anyone can tell you what if everyone is fit and they play the Champions League final tomorrow, this will be their formation and the players that will play. Apart from Reese James, I don't I don't think anyone else is guaranteed. Simple yeah. as like, I, I did last week, we went through Chelsea's squad and how they look. So they've got by by their surely seven year contract, which is obscene. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, you, you you reserve those super maxes here for certified exciting prospects here or certified bowlers. Um, obviously, they gave Reese James a six year contract. Cool. He's their best player. Fine. Seven year deal for from a prospect from France. What's, what, the, what the hell? What, what if he's shit? You're, you're stuck with him, fam. <laughs> I don't, they, gave, they gave for four and a six years. I really think that he's injury prone, fam. What happens if these players don't live up to the hype? You're stuck with them. Like, Todd Bowley is grinding my fucking gears. And I'm not even a Chelsea fan, bro. The guy's just messing things up for everybody. Out here paying 60 for Cucurella, fam. Basically, Man City would have got Cucurella for 40, 50 M, yeah, if Chelsea didn't, if Bowley didn't go in here yeah, like a fucking idiot, fam. Like, like, what was the plan for, for Cucurella, fam? You sang Cucurella. What was the plan for him? But they don't utilize him properly. OB has been crap. Hasn't been utilized properly. There was no plan for him. By the Achille. You have Cole, so when Cole comes back, you have five centre backs. What's happening with Thiago Silva? What's happening with Kulibali? What's the need for by, by, the, by the Chile when Trevor Chalabas is not even getting games? Fofana is injured, he's going to come back as well. So that's best centre back. Like, what's the future? Is the future going to be Chalabas, Fofana, Cole, and Badia Chile? I doubt it. I don't think it's going to be. Second, uh, th- second of all, they, they bought a young keeper from MLS, um, Selena, for £10 million, which is a very high fee from a a young keeper from MLS when we when Arsenal went and bought Matt Turner, USA starting keeper for five M <laughs> And and that's the kid. I don't I don't know where he is from. The, the MLS season just ended there. He should be in London London right now at Chelsea playing F- FA Cup games, but nowhere to be seen. Chelsea in the right back. Reese James is injury prone. Chelsea in the right back. Oh no desperately we're not gonna get a right back. Let's chase players that Arsenal want. You need a, you need a playmaker. No, let's chase Enzo Fernandez, who's a deep line midfielder. What the fuck is Todd Bowley doing, bro? Like, if I was a trust fan, I'd be pissed. Why are you going for Mudrick? And you're prepared to pay 100 M for him when you bought in Cuckoo for 70 M, who's coming in the summer? You overpaid purposely for Cuckoo here to get a pre contract deal so that you don't get a bidding war in the summer, which, which was unlikely anyway, because Cuckoo is good here, but he ain't all that. He's one of those players here. Where's what your best position, fam? You just play left side. What's yeah. what's what's he saying this season? Because you know me, I don't follow European uh, MLS. What's he saying? Uh, he's like in terms scorer. of goals. He, he's okay. top scoring. Ben, ben Ziga, yeah, but he's playing back for to us. back. No, okay. He's not coming Chelsea to play for us nine, bro. <laughs> like, but for Chelsea, it's just a shit show. I doubt any of these players here. Potter likes Enzo Fernandez. Does that sound like a Potter player to you? I don't know. Um, Mudrik. That that's why I feel sorry for Potter personally. Yeah, like like Mudrik. Does Potter even know who the fuck Mudrik is from? Like. Also, what's what's even astounding is yeah, the focus on just hoarding players. Like, bro, gut your fucking squad, strip the team, bro. It has to be gutted. The, this squad has to be gutted. Like, there's there's like, too many players. Too many. Foley is running around Europe with his dick out here chasing players, yeah, and your team is bloated with trash. This generation should, should be mainly central midfielder, um, attacking midfielder, right back, and let's see who can move on early. But yeah, you're chasing around Europe here, yeah, trying to make statements, signing some. Like Chelsea are shit right now. 
this ain't the time to be doing flexing your muscles like like even, even what one Chelsea fan said it why are you chasing Mudrick fam like why are you trying to do flex on Arsenal because you want to act like Chelsea or this and that you look dumb Chelsea look completely dumb they were prepared to play 120M for Enzo Fernandez, who's only played 13 league games for um, Benfica plus a couple Champions League games like what Chelsea are doing here is stupid and what is even pissing me off is it like obviously finally the press is not picking up on it and, and they're asking questions like it's just dumb like what is the plan with Potter per se they say that oh Potter is the future. long term but what signs they're not, they're not treating him like, like, like who, which players are they targeting you can you say hey that's a Potter type player or that's a player Potter can mould like there's so much players in Europe under the radar that that um, so you could get Unahi from Morocco playmaker but you hear chasing Mudrik um what well, young Kaidu Kone from Gladbach, French young young French mid, um, defensive midfielder, available for forty million in the summer. You're chasing Enzo Fernandez. Young right backs in Europe. There's bare right backs in Europe that Chelsea can grab, but yet, oh no no no, let's forget right back. Let's chase Mudrik. Let's chase Enzo Fernandez. Aspi is dead on his feet, bro. He is. He is. Aspi, this January, fam. They should be looking to move on Ziyech this January. They should be looking to move on. Who else is useless in this Chelsea team, bro? Aubameyang. Uh, Aubameyang. Yeah, they need to cancel his contracts. Like, that, that one there, yeah, just telling me, uh, sorry, goodbye, like, go to Middle East, go join Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, fam. I'm sorry. But, fam, even from outside looking, I'm, I'm pissed off, fam. That, that's how dumb Tobol is looking, fam. Like, Paul Potter is marrying, yeah, but how do you expect him to do well, yeah, if things above him aren't being sorted, fam? Like, he's just... Agreed. Little, Agreed. And I, I said it earlier on, even though, yes... Potter is marrying. I'm not going to let him get away with it. He is marrying. But his hands are tied. I'm sorry. His hands are tied. I'm sorry. If somebody is a long-term project, we, we, we mentioned it last week. I'm going to mention it this week. Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, in, in the modern era, they've shown how to build a squad. And Arteta is doing it as well. And you know what all those three had? They had the 100% backing from the board. You saw Pep Guardiola straight away. Yeah. No interference as well. They were, no interference. They, okay. Yeah. He, he wanted a keeper that played with, with his feet, got rid of Joe Hart, got in Claudio Bravo. Claudio Bravo wasn't that great, cool, got rid of him, Edison. He wanted, he wanted that type of player. Jurgen Klopp, he wanted an all-action midfielder, got Gini Wijnaldum. Um, what's it called? Um, with Arteta. He, was it DM? Got he, wanted, he got Partey straight away. He wanted a creative midfielder, got Martin Odegaard. He wanted his back line to be tall. Aggressive. Tall and aggressive. Gabriel, Ben White. Yasu. Like you can see, like this, he's even with Jurgen Klopp. You remember before he came, if you got a corner, even though in the last game you thought with Liverpool, if you got a corner against Liverpool, it was a penalty because our team was short. Bro, he he said it himself, he wanted his team to be a lot taller. Look at us in our pomp. Trent might not be the greatest defender, but tall. Virgil van Dijk, Matip, Robertson, Fabino, Henderson. Like our team just became taller. And I feel like because they had 100% backing from the people above them. Say what you want about Kronke. Say what you want about FSG. They back these they managers. Let, they let the coaches do their job. They let the coaches do the job. But I feel like now with um, what's it called? With but boy, him, it's, just, it's just him trying to flex. It's him trying to flex. And I feel like it's weird. And look, another thing with these two teams, they made sure that the spine was solid. They made like sure. Bowley has spent half a billion but doesn't have any stars to account for it. Clear stars. Doesn't have a spine to account for it. This Chelsea team practically looks the same as last season, bar a few names, and they spent half a billion. 
bro, you need you need a spine. You need okay. something going down through your middle. Like, look, like you're the finance guy, yeah. If I was Claire Lake CEO, yeah, you've loaned you half a billion and Chelsea are looking shit. I am pulling the funds, bro. Because Claire, you're taking a piss. Nah, I, I'll I'll definitely be time to Todd Boyle be like, yo, bro, like, what what what's the plan? Like, what's what's going on? Because, bro, like, you have to. Billion. If, if you want to succeed in every walk of business and life, if you're not number one, you look at the people who have either become number one or they have a clear progress to becoming number one. So Liverpool, City, Arsenal, every single team that I've said, they made sure that the spine was patterned. Yes, in both teams, like with Liverpool or with City, they had some players there that helped. So Pep came in, he already had Aguero, he already had Fernandinho, he already That's had Casey. Sterling KDB, he already had those players that helped. But he made and, sure. And bear in mind, yeah, the, made sure you got Edison. Also, he made sure. Bear in mind that the KDB and Sterling signings were made with Pep in mind anyway. Yeah, exactly. Made with Pep in mind. But he, he made sure that, okay, the last bit, bit of the spine need to pan it. Liverpool, we didn't have a spine when Young Club yeah, came. Look at how much Allison and Virgil van Dijk absolutely transformed that team. Gini Wanaldum in the middle, even though Henderson and Milner. Fabino as well. Look how much he he transformed that team. You got Salah, Mane, the goal scorers, and then look at Arsenal. You got you have your Saliba, you have your Gabriel, you have your Ben White, you have Aaron Ramsdale, you have Thomas Partey, Granit Xhaka, and then you have your front three. Like your spine is solid. And Chelsea, if they want to go forward, they need to have a solid spine. At the moment, the two keepers on the minute. You saw what Kepa did against Man City. That's match fixing. Edward Mendy's purple no, patches. It's not like he's nowhere to be seen from. He's injured from. Yeah, but, but but even before that second note, his purple patch was over, so yeah. that's done. In terms of defense, look, I'll give Thiago Silva all the credit for his age. He's an amazing. Chelsea to let him retire, bro. They, they need to let him retire. And the thing is, look, the only thing I'll give Bowley is he has an abundance of centre back, so there's no there's no issue there. But now yeah. there just needs to be a clear plan. And who's get rid going of, be, of Deadwood, yeah. Get rid of the Deadwood. You need four, five max. Like I said last week, also, if everyone is fit. You know it's Gabriel Saliba. You know it's Van Dijk and Matip in the Premier League. You know it's Van Dijk and Konate in the Champions League. In midfield, Kovacic is a signal. Kante is a signal. Jorginho is slow. He's offering Kante a four-year extension, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. Funny. So, we've already seen in in, a, in goalkeeping, the spine is not there. Centre-back, the spine needs to be sorted. In midfield, is not there. I'm not even going to talk about the attack. I'm not even going to do that. Because that's... that's Bayern what attackers here, whilst the attack is still... Um, bro, they've scored. They've scored what twenty goals yeah. this season? Yeah. Twenty-one goals, bro. That's mid-table form, bro. That's that's mid-table form. So, you know, Chelsea need to sort out their spine. They need to sort it out straight. Like, like, someone needs to pull the boys aside and be like, bro, you're embarrassing yourself. Like, what you're doing here is not going. At the end of the day, money will run out from half a billion in the space of a year, and the team looks that crap. Man said that yeah, six months, bro. Fam, if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be worried, but, but you got some damn Chelsea fans saying that, yeah, hijack, yeah, ha ha ha, Arsenal hold it. Okay, okay, go spend 100 million on Modric. That ain't going to change your, your your creativity walls. That ain't going to change Kulubali getting spun every week. That ain't going to change Kukurela again, getting stripped every fucking week, bro. Kukurela, oh my God, that performance was diabolical, but anyway, man. But yeah, I'm done with Chelsea fans. They're, they're pissing me off, fucking up the market for everyone else. And to Bowley, that fat fuck here going around there, opening Nash for for directors of every fucking sport. Why, why, why are you fat shaming, bro? Why are you fat shaming? And I, <laughs> fam, there's also those fans fat shaming if you're a guy, from But yeah, man, I digress. That's <laughs> been a fucking idiot, man. Like, I'm not remembering the Chelsea fan. He's got me heated, fam. Because what he's doing is just dumb, bro. Making everything hard for everyone else for no reason, bro. 
No, nah, it's, it's silly. It's, it's absolutely silly. But look, listen, that's just one less team to worry about at the moment. That's the only positive I can yeah. see. He's ruining Hopefully, the market. You know what, yeah? Todd Bowley, continue being a fool. Continue, continue. When, when, when Clear Lake here yeah, pulled the funds in, they're like, no, no way, we're pulling the funds. You'll see what I'm going for. But yeah, man, fuck Chelsea, man. Like, trash club for fucking shit, man. Bro, let's 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 move on. We'll we'll save Liverpool till the end because that one is gonna be a bit of a segment as yeah. well because I have a lot to say. But one team I want to give credit to. We always make fun of them when they lose, but Manchester United and Eric Ten Hag because we're we're getting on to Chelsea and the coach everything they've done wrong. Yes, United have made some silly mistakes in the markets like buying Anthony for eighty mil, but I won't lie, they've done a lot of things that are right and they need. United and Eric Ten Hag deserve credit for that. Oh, yeah. exa- they're, they're slowly cooking. Like, obviously, the only thing I worry for them is, is their lack of goals because yeah, of the course. main hub of goals. And as we, as we saw last season with Arsenal, lack of goals will not allow you to get top four from. You get picked by a team worse than you because, because they can score more. But deeper, deeper, I want to say two things. You said the only thing you worry about them is lack of goals. So that means everything else. Obviously, it's not perfect, but it's all right to yeah. get them to the level they want to get. Yeah. But, but, Last season, we made fun of them. If going into this season, when we talk about top four contenders, we didn't put United there. Let's yeah, yeah. be honest, you can go yeah. back to the tape. We said sixth place, man. Exactly. So for, for them to be pained like that with mistakes that we even said that they made in the market shows how well Eric Ten Hag has done. And I feel like he deserves credit for that. For example, now he comes, we always said United, you said that you've, you've been saying, you've been banging this drum for ages. United need to change their back five. Diogo Dalo, yes, he might not be the starting right back if they want to win the league, but massive improvement on Alan Mambasaka. And also, he didn't have a look in from um, Ragnik and yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Rafael Varane, he, he looks transformed, but he was always a quality player that was in bad form. So that one was a matter of uh, when, not if. Harry Maguire was the biggest problem in that back line, and he's nowhere to be seen. And it's evident that the fact that Alessandro Martinez is out doing blow with um, with sex workers in Buenos Aires, and he's playing Luke Shaw at left centre back instead of Harry Maguire. That and for me, I rate that because he's saying, "Look, listen, I know you're the club captain. I know you're 80 million, but bro, you're not good enough, and you're not. I'm not gonna use all of that to now ruin my team." Another problem with Manchester United, McFred. How many times have we been laughing at McFred? We've been laughing at McFred for two, three years. Oh, yeah. Fre- Fred is now a utility player, and McTominay is basically halfway out the door from. He's nowhere. He's not even getting the garbage minutes from. Exactly. He's not getting garbage minutes. He got he got Casemiro, one of the best DMs in this decade, if not the, the best DM. One of the most DM. durable players you can ever sign. So he can play every game. Uh, every every game. Christian Eriksen, who knew least of life. And Bruno, Fernand, Bruno Fernandes. And the thing is, the f- number one thing I rate Eriksen Hag for, and I like... Because I had arguments with a lot of Ronaldo fans, a lot of United sports. You saw on the group chat, getting rid of Cristiano Ronaldo. He was Perfect. bad for the club. He knew he was bad for the club. The media was saying, oh, no, he should keep Ronaldo. And we see United managers bow down to the pressure of the media. And he said, nah, get this guy out of here. Mm-hmm. And he's gone. And look how much better United are doing. Look, for me, yes, United are on form. And look, United are playing City and Arsenal next. And they can go on and lose the next two games. But for me, that wouldn't change anything that I think. Because I see a clear progression with yeah. the club, both in terms of the way they play, the way they're building the squad, and the players are trying to sign. And for me, I hate United, but I have to respect that yeah, 100%. Right. Also, one thing I worry for them, if they want to become high contenders here, their defensive line needs to move up a bit. Cause yeah, have, of course. Out of the big teams here, they have the... The first, like what was I'm looking for? 
the, the lowest defensive line out of the big teams. And if we're in the league here, you have to dominate territory. So that's one thing they need to improve. Get defenders that can play the high line. Because I thought with, Mart- with Martinez playing here, they, they would play a more high line, but it's not happened. I feel, I, I feel the reason why they don't play the high line is because of um, Varane. I think it's because of Iran. I feel like around the summer. Yeah, yeah. They need to they need to have plans to get a right footed centre back that is fast and playing the high also, line. Also replace him with the hair because he's not a good sweeper. Yeah. But the, but the thing is like that's the thing. We saw with Arsenal, we saw with Liverpool when they were coming up, and now we're seeing it with United. When a coach builds a good system and they're doing well, you can see, okay, this needs to be changed. Yeah. Now, deep, deep deep the conversation, how different it is from Chelsea to United. With Chelsea, we're going through the whole squad, every single position apart from Reese James. Literally, Reese James in that squad is the only player that we that were hundred percent yes, he should be there. With United, it's just like oh, right, right centre back, okay. Maybe next in eighteen months, right back yeah. replace also- Salo. Once one thing I would say is though, once the takeover goes through, apparently, um, according to Ornstein, that could be sorted by the end of the season. Mm. Tuchel becomes the new owners here. They need to have a director of football in it, because I worry for Ten Hag's player choices. From Malasia, Anthony, that's a bit for Gazy, talent ID. If I'm not gonna lie, from though, so whoever becomes owner, the director of football needs to be strong enough to challenge Ten Hag on certain choices. From you get me, otherwise, it's a bit. Because eight million Anthony, yeah, that's a big thing. I'm not gonna lie from like for him. To no, be... no, no, no. Like I said, he's made some mistakes, and Anthony yeah. is a huge mistake. Yeah. I know he scored today, but that is a huge, huge, huge mistake. I'm sorry. Oh, it's one off. That's a huge mistake. So yeah. for me, also Malaysia, since that game against Arsenal, yeah, he ain't been the same. He got baptized yeah Since then, yeah. Come like yeah. come like Damian when he when he bucked Sanchez. You remember before yeah. Damian bucked yeah. Sanchez, he was he was saying, oh, Italian defender, blah blah, and he bucked Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. So, been the so, same again. So so Ten Hag, a good coach, but a couple a couple player choices here in terms of the signings. I, I, I'm looking like mm, with money, yeah. If he's still going to be on this flex of certain types of players he wants here, United might not get. They'll become a top. They might the, become best of the rest. Sorry, third, but challenging might be a problem. But we'll see who takes over. The direction that they take and who becomes the future director of football, but that's eighteen months down the line. Also, that that takeover might not even be done by the end of the season, but because it's a long process, so I will see you for United, man. Now we'll see, but like you said, he needs to improve his talent ID. That's uh, something he needs to do. But bro, look, we saw it. Even though, look, I hate comparing the two because I know Ten Hag's not a rookie. Arteta's a rookie, but you saw Arteta's talent idea at the start. You remember man like Pablo Mari and them man there, you're thinking, what the fuck is he signing them? But then with the experience, they got better. That doesn't excuse Ten Hag. Don't get yeah, it twisted. Yeah, because but, he, he, he been in the game over 10 years, son. Exactly. When, signed, when Arsenal signed Arteta on deadline day, yeah, that was when Ten Hag got his first job. Ex- yeah, don't worry, don't worry. I know, I know. But from a United fan's point of view, they'd hope that he improves his time ID. And, and I hope he doesn't. That, 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 that's, that's why having a proper doctor football happens because sometimes he's something to challenge you. If it was up to Klopp here, you guys would have Julian Brandt and fucking Goethe. And, and Goethe, yeah. But they said, nah, yeah. with the type of football that you want to play plus in the Premier League, yes, Brandt and Goethe look fast in the Bundesliga. When they fuck Premier League defenders, they're going to look slow. Get Mane and um, Mo Salah. And look, the rest, the rest was history. Yeah. So, Look, and I feel like that's a perfect segue to Liverpool because, bro, look, listen. I've been saying, everyone that's been listening, I've been saying, look, we need to get this, we need to get this in January. If Liverpool want to 100% guarantee top four, Liverpool need three new midfielders in January. That's the only way it's guaranteed. And that's not going to happen. 
that's not gonna happen because no, like, I don't even even with one would be enough to propel you guys to top four because you're still creating those chances. So having that one midfield that you can run would be you... a hot load be- hot, a whole lot better for you guys. It will be a whole lot lot better, and I fully agree. And I feel like it will help us challenge for top four. But the reason why I don't think it will be one hundred percent. When I mean one hundred percent guarantee, I feel like how I was with the old Liverpool. We go into any game apart from the top clubs. Yeah, three points there, three points there, three points there. Because I feel like that's the only way we're going to make top four. The last time we made top four, we won eight out of ten games, and then we just lost to Newcastle after blowing chances. So it should have been nine out of ten. I can't see us going on that run anymore because we're too 50-50. We concede way too many chances. Allison has made as many saves this time, this season so far as he did the whole of last season. Every single game, teams are getting at least two, three clear-cut chances. It might not be clear-cut one-on-one, but it's chances that you're like, if it's a half-decent player, they score. And the reason because of that is because our players have grown old and we're still playing the same system. And for me, I don't think... We can sign Jude Bellingham tomorrow. Jude Bellingham is not going to make um, Thiago Fabinho run more. He's not going to make Henderson become less of a signal. And it's scary at the minute. It's absolutely scary. And look, with Klopp, you asked me a question. How long till it's Klopp out? For me, I'll see how the season ends because there's a lot of football to be played. Also, how he acts in the summer. He, it, how he acts in the summer and how he acts next season. Because yes, Klopp has done a lot for us. But one thing people need to clock, football changes quick. Somebody said it in a group chat. I said, we have the second best manager in the world. And he's just like, is he? He made a good point. He's like, Jose Mourinho was the second best manager for a while until he wasn't. And then when people are looking in hindsight, they're like, oh, wait, he wasn't the second best manager a year before or the year before that or the year before that. Yeah, but Klopp, happens, that happens overnight. Everyone thought Wenger yeah. was still a guy. Then one yeah, day... Happens. It happens overnight. Like with Klopp, he nearly won the quadruple last year. So with him, he still has a bit of credit in the bank. But look, you cannot miss out on top four. I'm sorry, you cannot. And this underdog gimmick that he's doing needs to stop. We're one of the biggest clubs in the world. You've taken Liverpool to that level. Not making out, not making top four is disastrous. Imagine, I know we're not Madrid level, but imagine if Madrid didn't make top four. Even Barcelona, who are marrying at the minute. Imagine if they don't make top four. Xavi's gone, bro. Xavi's gone. Xavi's Xavi's on the chopping board if don't win the league. <laughs> Bro, imagine if City didn't make top four. In, like deeper, like yeah. how people be like Ra Pep, what you on? Even though he wouldn't get sacked, but be like Ra, what you on? So look, for me, next season he has to get top four this season, and next season has to be a title challenge. There's for me, there's nothing less. People might say, "Oh, your sport." He said that nonsense. People that listen to this, but no, we go into a level and you can't just drop. Yeah. That's silly. Well, there's no guarantee you get back. One thing I would say is though, if you guys, if you want to challenge next season, yeah, he needs to revamp the whole squad. I'm talking big bucks. Like Van Dyke needs to be put on company. the com- the yeah. company program. Yeah. Therefore. Yeah, Van Dyke, like, as you can see, he cannot play week in week out anymore. That ACL injury accelerated his physical decline. Before that injury, I thought he'd be top, in tip top shape up until 32, 33, or even 34, because he was that fit. But that ACL yeah has accelerated his physical decline. So as we saw, as we, as we saw, strikers aren't scared of Van Dyke no more. Even nope. when Van Dyke is jogging, running here at full pot, not delegated at full pot, they're like, "Hey, let me brush this guy off. I ain't scared." Fam, the factor is gone. People are just running at Liverpool anyhow. Last season, yeah, you strikers will get the ball. They'll see Van Dyke, they'll be disheartened from. Now, yeah, they see Van Dyke and like, "Yeah, alright, cool. I challenge you to a foot race as as a, as a memo div." So that 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 so that needs to be sorted. 
Van Dyke relegated to company view, fam. Get another centre back. As we know, Joe Gomez is shite, fam. Or is he harsh here, but what, what he's done this season, yeah. You can, no, no, no. Like, the thing is, look, we're talking about title challenge. We're not talking yeah. about top four race. We're talking yeah. about title challenge. So, bro, you have to, you have to be cut, though. Calvin Ramsey needs to hurry up. Whatever yeah. is happening Physical with him. program because because Robertson was already playing first team games here by Christmas from Ramsey. Yeah, your younger fam should be fit and ready, fam. Like, because we, we can't we can't have Milner right yeah. back deputy, and that brings on to another thing. If he wants a title challenge, one of Milner and Henderson, he won't get rid of both at the same time. One of Milner and Henderson can like not even start, cannot be at Liverpool next season. I know, yes, in the dressing room, they're needed. You need characters like that. But on the pitch, when you're trying to challenge against yeah. teams that have players like Erdogan, Gundogan, Kevin De Bruyne, Party. no. Part, like, no, we don't need those players. Also, so, Fabio needs to relegate to second choice DM. His legs are gone. Uh, Thiago needs to be a rotation option because he, like, he's going to be um, filled out for certain games. Um, basically, you need a whole new starting midfield three. Front line, Klopp needs to buck up his ideas. Are you going to play in a way that gets the best out of Nunes or are you going to play the same way? As we said before, I think Klopp needs to go back to his Dortmund route. Is that 4 3 one Where was Diaz yeah. creating for Lewandowski? And he has a choice to make. Basically, Salah's playmaking bags. Playmaking-wise, he's done well this season. He's created better chances for Nunes. Man. So I'm sure Salah will comfy being a 15-goal, 10-assist winger in his, in, in his latter days. Works, which is which is which is still which is still enough. Yes, yeah. the drop off from what he was giving us. What he was giving us was world class elite yeah. levels. Fifteen to ten, that's still world class. It might not be elite, but fifteen and ten for a winger in the league, yeah. that's elite. Yeah. That's twenty five goal contributions, thirty eight games. I hate saying shit like that, but that's a lot of goal yeah. contributions. Also, so, honestly, your front line in that regard is completely ready for him. Like all the options are there. Obviously, Diaz and Jota to come back. He wants to keep Firmino. As we've, as we've seen, he wants to keep Firmino around. And the thing is, this is why, this is exactly why I say I'm giving it to next season. This is why I'm not saying I'm giving it two years because shit like this is what has gotten us to this position. This loyalty bullshit. Look, there's no reason I'm sorry for Firmino to be in the team because people might say, yes, he's our top scorer, blah, blah, blah. But people are forgetting that we won the league with Firmino scoring his first league goal at Anfield in the 19th game. And people don't act, people stop acting as if Firmino doesn't get chances. He gets chances. So it's it's jarring because yeah. people might say, "Oh, this season's been good. The next season he'll score two goals." And this season, we're like, "Oh, why did we keep him? Were yeah. you blind?" Like for Liverpool, yeah, like the biggest surgery is the midfield, in my honest opinion. You just need one extra centre back to relegate um, Gomez and Matip to to um, rotation options. But Konate is the certified start. Konate is a big dog now. I'm sorry, yeah. Van Dijk, you know, old man, take the big bro role. Won't play every week, but you're just there for the big games, for the big moments. You get me, from Like what company was doing. So, Konate needs his own partner, fam. As we know, there's a lot of young centre-backs in Europe you can go and grab. Like, So, it's a, that's good. You have Alisson who can play up until he's 35, so that's not even a problem. You have to make a, a, a decision on Shimikasto because right now, yeah, he's not giving a good account of himself as a rotation option for Robertson. As a, as a deputy, you know, I, I fully agree. You saw, like, when Robertson came back straight away, boom. And the thing is, I said on like I don't want to go back and get uh get my tweets, but people were saying, "Oh, drop Robertson for Timikas." I'm thinking like, yes, Robertson might be in poor form, but there's Timikas has done nothing for him to start over Robertson. Nothing at all. Maybe one or two good crosses he made the guy here and there, but Robertson is night and day with Timikas. But I fully agree. We need 
to gut our squad and starting from this window. And also, basically, essentially reduce the age profile of the team. 100%. Bro, when when we went on our first title challenge, we were the th- third youngest squad in the league. Now we're the oldest squad in the league. That's why we're so energetic and we need to go back to that. So, look, Liverpool oh, knows... Also, also, we need to evolve tactically as well. You can't be just doing all these rock and roll things. Sometimes control. I think the issue with Klopp here is if he gets players that like control, because we're controlling games a lot more than when he first came in, but they're not as explosive. We need to find players who can control games, but also dynamic robots. For me, and, look, and listen. Run as well. For me, if you could, if you ask me which midfielder could I get if I had a blank check, I'm getting Nicola Barella. That's who I want. And that's what I mean. A player who's explosive, but technically is secure on the ball. Like, because basically, this is even my callous this guy say though. There's enough PMP midfielders with tech that can control games in Europe, fam. So, but, in that regard, there's no excuse for Liverpool. So, even nah, none whatsoever. Fam, even Matthias Nunes, fam. Explosive click and come run with the ball. The guy from Wolves that you guys passed up on for no reason. Who should be at our squad. But anyway, I digress. I'm not going to even get onto that. So, look, with Liverpool, you know what? We know what we need to do. The fans know what we need to do. Everyone I watch Liverpool knows what we need to do. It's just up to the people who actually make the decisions and Jurgen Klopp and the board to do it. I'm not going to do the whole Pep Linders thing. People need to... That, that's no, no, one no. thing I want to say. Yeah. People need to... Wait, no. Nah, I need to chat yeah. on this. People people stop that. Stop this whole Pep Linders stuff. So you're telling me because Pep Linders wrote a book that when Nunes can't hit a barn door. You're telling me because Pep Linders wrote a book, Naby Keita lied about his age and can only play... You know Naby Keita wasn't here in training? What's up, what's, up, what's up with that guy from like bro he lied about his age he's 45 he's 45 I've been saying that he's 45 so people need to stop this whole Pep Linders thing look when Liverpool were good also, Pep Linders it, was doing what it, he's doing now is it Pep Linders 40 that Klopp is downloading Wenger's disease from no it's not it's not so the thing is like when we were good Pep Linders was always talking in press conferences. He was always exposing what we did in training and on the pitch, but we're doing well. Now that we're losing, people are trying to find excuses. Klopp was the reason why we're doing good. He's also the reason why we're doing bad. FSG was the reason why we're good in the market, but also the reason why we're doing bad now. Two things can be right at the same time. So this whole Pep Linders hate, yes, he's, look, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying he hasn't done anything wrong, but people need to stop saying he's the reason. That's silly. Stop that, stop that. Stop that. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, Klopp's got a drawing board and evolve tactically because it seems like teams have found Liverpool out in tactical regard. Basically, he needs to find a balance like what Arteta did, PMP and Tech. What Arteta has managed to balance right now, Arsenal are high energy but can also control their game. No one to slow it down, no one to speed up, and that's what Klopp needs to do. And also, I feel like that's why you guys don't have more Premier League titles than you should. The games where you just need to calm down and slow the game down and get like, just one chance to break the deadlock. That's what it's cost you guys in the past in terms of yeah. our race when it's been close. So companies will evolve in that regard. Like, I could, for me, I, could, I always go to three games, United and Everton, when City got when we got 97 points and Spurs last season. Those three games, if they change, we have three, we have two more extra league titles. And the reason why we don't is because of the reason why you said we did not know how to, con- not even control, we didn't know how to play the game at our pace. Yeah, and, and slow it down. Slow, slow it down to a pace where you lead the opposition into a false sense of security. That's what we didn't do. And look, listen, if you don't win the league, if you don't win any further league titles, that's the reason why. And we know the reason why now. Rectify it so we can go. Because like you said, our team is, bro, we have Cody Gakpo, we have Diogo Jota, we have Lewis Diaz, we have more stuff. 
bro, not many, not many teams can say, yeah, our attack is set and we have depth in terms of goal scoring. In terms of goal scoring, attacking talent, Liverpool have the best yeah. in the league. Every person you're you're, you're, like, you're attacking, you're, you're attacking apart from Firmino can easily get ten league goals plus. Comfy, yeah, Com- comfy, comfy. That's the thing, comfy. When City did it, it wasn't comfy. It was oh, we had Maris. He has a penalty last minute. All those players that we said can it can be the seventy fifth minute. And they can be the one that breaks the deadlock, or it can be one 0 to the other team, and they can be the team that make it one one. You just need that midfielder. We see you need three midfielders here. Yeah? You know when to speed it up, when to slow it down, whilst retaining the physicality. So essentially, just follow what Arteta did for him, literally, and how, what we're evolving to, and that's the blueprint. Literally, Liverpool don't have much to do. Just three midfielders and an extra centre back. That's a jarring thing. We don't have much to literally, do. Four signings, him. Four signings, four signings, which can be done at a very decent price point because of the abundance in those positions. Anyway, man, let's see. Let's see. Guys, it's been another episode of Views from a Box. United are currently joined with Everton. I won't lie. I don't know who I want to win, but take care.